0: Arts Festival and take in a performance at our theater featuring a full season of dramas, comedies, and musicals. The Guild's gift shop showcases unique art from over 100 local and regional member artists. Come enjoy music from the Cannon Valley Regional Orchestra or the 411 Concert Series. We invite you to explore your creativity in one of our classes. All are welcome at the Northfield Arts Guild. To learn how you can be a part, visit northfieldartsguild.org or call 507-645-8877.
1: Art Zaney, Radio for the Imagination, with your host, Paula Granquist, is brought to you by the Northfield Arts Guild and by the Paradise Center for the Arts. And now, Art Zany Radio for the Imagination.
0: Good morning, this is Paula Granquist, and you're tuned in to Art Zaney, Radio for the Imagination. Thank you so much for tuning in to the show that celebrates creating and stories, and all things imagination. I can't wait to help you tune your imagination as we get together on this beautiful almost summer morning. I want to start with that fact that summer's around the corner and each year at this time that's when I tell myself this summer will be my best summer and it's a time to dream about what you wish for in the next season. Where will your dreams transport you and And when I said that, I thought about the word transport, and I thought, it's such a powerful word, word, and our imaginations are the tool that take us there, and art can be that pathway, and so think about that, transport, it's such a powerful word, art transports, and art transports us. I'm referencing the noun that transports that means a state of being carried away by overwhelming emotion and the verb that signifies that something holds us spellbound. Art transports us to rapture and exaltation or makes us feel enchantment or delight and so much more. So art has that power and we have the power to use our minds to mingle with the art we experience and transport us to another place, another vision of the world, the pieces of our dreams, the magic of wonder. So I invite you to transport yourself through art in the next week, engage, listen, experience and discover what's on that pathway. And this week on Art Signing Radio, we are going to transport ourselves to an outdoor summit music Concert in Vienna. Join me as we preview the next Cannon Valley Regional Orchestra concert. And I'm going to turn up the mics and welcome to the studio two uh, longtime contributors to Arts Any Radio. Thank you both for being here. Paul Nemistel.
2: Can you hear me, Paula?
0: I can hear you. <laughs> Can you hear me? Uh, Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Then we're off to a good start. (laughs) Paul Nemistow is the conductor of and founder of the Cannon Valley Regional Orchestra. And also joining us is Clark Onisorge. Welcome.
2: Clark is the president of the association, just in case you were about to say that.
3: That is
0: exactly what I had on my list, the president of the Cannon Valley Regional Orchestra Council.
3: Well, well done with the pronunciation of my name, too. That's not...
0: Oh, good. Well, I've been working on it for a while. Thank you. (laughs) Yes, and this concert is happening next week, so folks should get that on their calendar June 2nd at Odd Fellows Park in Northfield at 7, and then Saturday on the 3rd at Central Park Band Show in Red Wing at 3 p.m. A really wonderful lineup. And these outdoor concerts have been so much fun, so I'm thrilled that you're bringing them back and, and doing this again.
2: We want to make it regular every year.
0: Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's a really lovely way to to be in community together. And for folks that don't know the Cannon Valley Regional Orchestra, it was founded in 1979 by Paul Nemistov. Wow, that was a few years ago. I was so young. <laughs> And
2: and, and innocent and ignorant.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But you're still doing it. But I was brave. (laughs) Exactly. And that is a quality we admire. And it is is a program, the Northfield Arts Guild, so you can get all that information about it at northfieldartsguild.org. Just click on the arts lineup, look at music, and then you'll find a link to CVRL. Right.
2: The, the, The important link I just discussed with a with a fan of ours is so when you go to the Arts Guild site, look for music first, because the orchestra it doesn't come up as a word on the mm. main page. It comes up as music, and then you go from music and then there's a Cannon Valley Orchestra link, and there you'll find information.
0: Good, yes, that's important to know and um, folks can learn about the history or upcoming events and uh, check out the uh, history of the Cannon Valley Regional Orchestra. So, we, we were here back in the spring I think early spring
2: I don't for... remember anymore
0: <laughs> well we had a concert we celebrated yep. I think you weren't here that's we possible a, uh, no it, it's spring it, now it is spring yeah, now
3: it, uh, we were here <laughs> we were here back in March probably <laughs>
0: yes exactly exactly yeah. for uh, an, another concert but uh, since then why don't you update us on your musical world and things that are happening maybe your summer plans uh, where you plan to transport yourself this summer well
2: one of the things that uh i mean there's there are many things we can discuss here uh about my personal whatever but i wanted to mention something about that what we're what we're trying to do uh in june with this concert this is this weekend is memorial day and uh we try when we can to honor those people who um have been contributed to the orchestra as a uh, as a uh player <laughs> or in other ways over a long period of time, people re- who really pioneered the development of the orchestra, and one of those people that uh, we want to particularly honor and pay attention to this this particular year is Gary Eiseninger.
0: Yay, Gary! I I don't
2: know if you ever if you knew him, he passed away recently, but he was a uh, he was an emeritus professor of philosophy at Carleton, and a very effusive guy, very very friendly um, and helpful. And he was the timpani player for the CVRO for many, many years. And we've discussed uh, with his family and uh, among ourselves how we could possibly honor him. And we hadn't really thought of anything, but something came up this this spring that we thought would be, in, our, in my mind anyway, a way to do this. And so we had been thinking about making uh, Cannon Valley Regional Orchestra banners to put up uh, Near us when we perform, so that we draw attention to the fact that we're there,
0: mm-hmm. and so we did that. Oh, congrats! And
2: uh, and what I want to do now is I'm going to give you this um, this phone. It's ready to go, if you don't mind, Paula. And I'm going to pull up. I don't know. You like to have live action on on radio, don't you? Isn't it kind of nice? <laughs> It, it's
0: it is yeah. verbal. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna be doing this here.
2: Uh, oh. so what we're gonna it's do live, is, it's live live. Yeah, yes. uh, Clark and i are gonna hold this camera okay. up. This is the like, first um like uh, this
0: Arts any rate. Okay, I'll grab Unveiled. a picture yeah. of that. Okay. And I wanna
2: use this I wanna use this this um, photograph go. a lot, to so make a good one.
0: Oh. Well, here. Okay, so you we're, guys got to straighten out the banner. Low? <laughs> it's Am I too low? We're trying. What do you need? I think it's good. Okay. Okay, you look now, at those pictures so and tell So Let's
3: just
0: take a couple. Just gonna, take two or three. We're not going to look that Yeah,
2: and for the people in the audience that want to know what we're doing here, we're holding up a big banner behind us, and uh, we're both looking with big smiles on our faces while we're not chattering.
0: It is a wonderful thing because if, as, as, you know, people come, especially with these outdoor concerts, and walk by and wonder, well, there's, who's that orchestra? I, right. And then you have an actual official sign that's going to last for a long time.
2: I hope a long time, yes. All right.
3: So I've got a tough question for Paul. How many years, because we've, a few years ago, we were doing, you know, honorifics for the long-time contributors. How many years do you think Gary was in the orchestra?
2: Oh, at least... 23 now. At least... Added on. Yeah, at least 20. More, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Probably the 90s. Yeah.
3: So, 33 years, something like that? Or 32 years? Well, we're
2: 35, so he was just... I don't know if he was with us at the very beginning. I don't remember. But anyway, uh, we miss him, and uh, we wanted his family and his friends to know, and we wanted to do it publicly. This is... My idea of how to get it done
0: that 's delightful, and uh, it is it, it, amazing and it says something about the orchestra that someone would commit to that for that many years and you know, learn each of those pieces he was still you know teaching when he was doing this, and uh, just to you know to have that talent and to share it with our community is a, a real wonderful thing and that 's really exciting i 'm really thrilled so that
2: 's one of the things that that 's on, on my mind i 'm going to do some. A little bit of traveling with my finished brass band this summer. Not a lot. I was very active with the, with the airlines last year, so I've tried to back off a little bit this year. My wife and I are celebrating our 50th wedding anniversary.
0: What? 50? In July. Oh, wow, that's a big one. <laughs> yeah,
2: so we're having our, all of our children and grandchildren back. So have a have a big reunion with the neighborhood and so forth. So That's a big one.
0: That is. Congrats on that. Yeah. Hold on.
2: Do you have anything to
3: say to you know <laughs> preface our fall schedule with regard to that or no?
2: Oh well, I could do that we're we are still in in the galleys with our with our plan for um for the fall uh for the fall and winter concerts, but one of the things I've done in uh in honor of uh our anniversary i um uh, we've contacted uh the composer conductor. Timothy Marr, who's just recently retiring from St. Olaf, to com- I, re- I commissioned him to write a new harp concerto for Eleanor. Oh, and we're gonna. Hopefully, pre- she
0: knows this already. Like oh, yes. you didn't no, she spoil knows. anything. Yeah, thank no. you. No, <laughs> she knows, uh, know. <laughs> well, that's I all right. She's, there, yeah.
2: she's visiting her cousins in Ohio. She's <laughs> not going to hear this anyway. But I, but at any way, uh um, oh, no, she has to be involved because she's going to going to advise him about what what things she can and can't or wants or what doesn't want to do Mm -hmm. and uh, they'll start to collaborate here pretty soon uh but anyway that's uh, one of the fun things and thank you for reminding me that that's a good time right now to mention so watch out for the november calendar for cvro don't want to miss that
0: you've got all kinds of exciting things thank you for sharing those on arts any radio
3: well we'll be playing that piece um in november as you said what is it Uh, November 7th or something like that. First week of November, second week of November. Don't quote me on those things. No, me either.
0: Those will come. Yeah, we can check the the calendar.
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) How about for you, Clark? What's been happening in in your musical world in these last couple of months?
3: Well, I wouldn't say anything particularly unusual. Just trying to get used to... um... Well... Just trying to get prepared for this concert and, Mm -hmm. um, you know, taking care of other stuff.
0: Well, let's take a minute to talk about the council because maybe people aren't uh, aware of what what role that plays in supporting the orchestra or, uh, you know, the business of the orchestra because there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes.
3: Right, yes. Um, As always, I'm a little bit reluctant to mention people in particular, but we have a we have a, a rotating council where people serve 3-year terms and uh, three folks for each year and um in particular we've got oh i'm just going i'm just going to mention um heather has uh somebody who takes care of all of our musical organizations she 's
2: our librarian forever right <laughs> Make
3: sure that it's available for people puts it down at by all means graphics where um, it can Rob Chanac yeah. graciously offers his uh, um, premises as a pickup spot and does a lot of our posters and promotional stuff mm-hmm. and so we you know we try to arrange things, you know, venues and uh, other events in a way that supports the overall mission of the regional orchestra.
2: Yeah, we have uh, maybe two different criteria for for having selections of people onto the council. One of them is probably uh, a skill set or a particular aptitude or interest. It might be something like uh, communication or some, something like that. So there's a there's a kind of a list of to-dos. One of them is logistics, and one of them is communication and advertising, and another one is personnel, and that's broken up by uh, so there's a representative yeah. from each section of the orchestra that sort of looks after, um, sort of rounding up the herd, so to speak, <laughs> and um, and then we do other other kinds of things in the practical sense to try to uh, make the ear work and then we have the other criteria is sectionalization so there is somebody from woodwinds there's somebody from brass there's somebody from percussion there's somebody from strings mm-hmm. and uh, we also try to get somebody uh, at least one representative from outside the orchestra's family who just pre- represents the Town with the community and their views on things that we may, we may miss, mm-hmm. and so it, 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 it's pretty. It's a pretty functional operation, and it, it helps a lot. We have to um, collaborate always with the, with the arts skill, art skill, to make sure that what we're doing is not in, in countermanding what they're trying to do for us. So that we're trying to work in tandem, and that's one of the one of the regular. But it's a quote-unquote communication that has to take place.
0: Yeah, I think it's important that people recognize that there's a lot that goes on to put on a concert, and to keep the orchestra healthy and growing, and uh, you know, making sure all uh, everything happens, you know, in a a, a way that's orderly. Right.
3: <laughs> yeah. Can I just throw in that one of the really cool things about the orchestra is that commensurate with Paul's original vision. Yeah, we are the Cannon Valley, research or um, regional. orchestra, regional yeah. orchestra, and so we've got folks currently from Red Wing, Owatonna, Faribault, um, Lakeville. In the past, we've had folks coming over from um, New Alm. It's um, it's a it's an a completely volunteer effort that. Really brings together a whole bunch of folks. And um, it's one reason that, you know, it's Paul's notion of the commissioned piece for this fall. It's one reason that CMAC, the Southeast Minnesota Arts Council, has been happy to fund us over time. They are understanding of our vision and the and the commitment of a lot of folks to come and participate mm-hmm. so I'll just say along those lines we've opened up a, a little collaboration with the Otano Symphony Orchestra a bunch of us went down and played with them on their spring concert uh, a, f- a month or so ago and we're hoping to pursue that and you know maybe get enhanced collaboration and you know put on some bigger symphonic works in the future that combine our two orchestras because they have a pretty effective uh, group of folks going on there, and as we do, but, um, you know, if you can put together 80 or 90 people instead of
0: the, more, the, merrier. the
3: 45 or 60 <laughs> that we usually have, it could be really cool. Absol- and, and I'm just going to say that when it comes down to it, it's, it's the folks, you know, like Paul, Uh, who have had the long-term vision and continued effort to uh, get these things going that makes that happen. Mm -hmm. So, thanks.
0: Exactly. Yeah, it's a reputation that... Um, is sterling, I think, and people are are wanting to contribute and and be a part of it. And it's a great place for people who are have talents with instruments and, uh, but don't have a place, you know, to go. And once they graduate, as you've mentioned a couple of times, you know, they graduate or they, um, you know, get wrapped up in other things and don't have a, a way to be a part of an orchestra.
2: Right, and we become that resource. And um, I'm happy to say that. Over the last few years, our list of capable and interested musicians is has grown it 's growing more people are coming in than are leaving the town it 's just quite quite satisfying um, let 's let 's talk about music outdoors in Northfield in June. This is a series of concerts. I think this might be our third season of doing this. Um, where we we do something at the beginning of the summer, and at, and at the end of the summer in early September, um, one of the one of the uh, issues is what to do with summers with our group, because so many of our musicians have other commitments during those months. A lot of them dealing with um, either family or vacations or travel or other issues, and our previous efforts. To try to do something like with a steady June, July rehearsal schedule uh, just didn't just resulted in uh, disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> so we just we just stopped doing that. So this is kind of like a way to slip something in and make it look like we've got a summer schedule by hitting the very end of the season where, just before the, all the graduations are done and before every, and also you notice that it's late in, in May, early June. So we 've missed all of the um end of the year concerts by the numerous other affiliations that our players have with as parents of high school students as teachers as whatever, and so they 're relatively free in that little pocket of time before the summer starts
0: the sweet spot
2: <laughs> and yeah and then in the in the fall they come back uh, the teachers have put the, got their classrooms all set up, and the kids have gotten their uh, their backpacks all dusted off for school and get ready to go so mom and dad can get back into the the instruments again. And we can catch them before they start other important parts of their life later on. So it's been very very successful.
0: I think it's it's a wonderful experience. I've been to, I think, all of them and very much enjoyed the outdoor experience uh, of an evening concert on Friday and then afternoons uh, one of the days on the weekend.
2: I've been, of course, racking my brain for other for for themes for this uh, concert and the one that the one i've got in my head now that's the t- title of which is called summer is it come in and it's a come in a Um it's a it's an old renaissance dance song
0: i don't know that one yeah
2: they talk about the book of Erteth.
0: is that the that's
2: that's an anal sound coming from a deer
0: well, did <laughs> we <there you> go. <laughs> Where did we go? This, uh, well, we just got Zanny. we we're, were into themes. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm I am Clark gonna, has something to say. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to cut back to
3: the sweet spot of this one because one of the th- ideas that Paul had uh, that's a nice one is to spread our spring concert a little bit out in a broader community sense. And so we had the idea this year of... Um, including a an ice cream social uh, to benefit the key.
0: Yes,
1: let's the get to Northfield that. Northfield
3: Union of Youth. And um, Just Food has, our local food co-op that everybody should be a member of, has um, generously offered up uh, uh, ice cream and uh, cones, and we'll be providing water, and the key is providing... Uh, a cotton candy machine, which is pretty cool. And, you know, young people to scoop stuff and sell stuff. And so they're going to be in attendance at the concert. That's and, on
0: Friday night.
3: Correct. <laughs> you know, 7 o'clock. So you could maybe show up a little bit early if you want to get your cone and sit down in your chair. And... um And there are bathrooms there so you can wash your kids' hands (laughs) after that. Yes, that's good. And, you know, water is important when you have cotton candy and ice cream cones. Exactly. Yeah, so I I can't really express sufficiently how nice it is to have families coming and putting out blankets and kids because there's room at Oddfellows Park for the kids to get to run around. And um, one thing that... um, came up last night as we were talking about it is that the selections that paul has made um, accentuate or exemplify several of the different musical families in the orchestra and in approachable brief friendly pieces that are familiar to people so paul run through the uh, <laughs> Sorry to do that TFL. Oh, Run oh, through the... Who, is, who are the basic solos?
2: Well, we have... Um, uh, Laurie's going to do, do uh, Liebesley, the Fritz Kreisler. It's, it's a violin solo. And there's a little solo in the, um, in the Greek section for Heather on the Oboe, and there's a clarinet solo. And uh, that's... So th- those are the main ones, although you'll be hearing uh, lots of trumpet... Got a real strong trumpet section, and they like to they like to be enthusiastic. We have we have we have good strong players on all of the instruments, and it's it's going to be a good time.
0: Yeah, and this was inspired by a summer in Vienna. This well, particular theme, yes, yes, and well, I was
2: I was a uh, student at the um, Mozarteum in Salzburg, it was a, studying conducting way back in the seventies. Wow! And,
0: what an experience that and must And have I was been. there for the whole
2: and I was there for the whole summer because I went to the uh, University of Salzburg um, summer academy for German language, and l- lived with a family that didn't speak English. So I, by the time we got back home in the, in the end of July, I was uh, speaking pretty good German. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I've lost a lot of it, but I have some retained. But one of one of those these outings, we would do little weekend things, and and of course I went to Vienna. Uh, and uh, we was there, there, getting towards the end of the summer when the, when the fresh, wa- the fresh white wine was coming in out of out of the, out of the vineyards. And it was, it's the common thing in Vienna to, uh, to drink fresh wine at a Harigen, uh kind of an outdoor tavern. And there's there's just rows of them in the, in the in the downtown Unter den Linden area, and, uh, and then we'd also on weekends go up. A little bit into the mountains, where there are these, they're called Kurhaus, but we would call them a spa. So because there's uh, all through all through Germanic speaking uh, Europe, there are natural springs, mm. and they and they would make them into places where they'd have a beautiful hotel and nice pool, and also always a bandshell, and uh, there's there was always a Kurhaus orchestra, and they played this kind of stuff that. That I was that I was sh- sharing with with you, with everybody on uh, next week. Um, a lot of it by Strauss, and in this case by or Lehár or uh, Van Suppe, They're all sort of in the same category of less than deadly serious music, a little bit more happy-go-lucky and characteristic music. That yeah. that's the story behind it.
0: Yeah, and it sounds like a, a perfect way to enter into summer is to have that. Evening, you know, just uh, with the families and the community and the music, music b- behind you or in front of you, and uh, you're sitting in a lawn chair or a, on a blanket and just taking it all in and right. letting yourself, you know, transport to wherever it is you want to go, wherever the music takes you. Possibly we
2: might even be doing some duets with some birds. I'm not sure. It could happen. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. Yes. So you did bring some uh, clips. Oh, yes. Is, which one would you like to... to oh, you start to...
2: out with wherever you want.
0: Oh, my goodness. Uh, let's do the, the soupé Morning, Noon, and Night. Sure. This, this is, is a,
2: a little overture, and it's atmospheric. Um, I suppose there's the dawn, and there's maybe... In mm-hmm. the evening, there might be a high holiday dance in the street or something. I'm not sure. sure.
0: Should we just start from the beginning? Go from the beginning. Anything? Uh, yeah, this is not a composer that I'm familiar with. Well, uh,
2: he's very, very popular in the, in the 19th century in, in Vienna.
0: And this is the Berlin Philharmonic Orchestra. So, let's so take, they
2: know a little bit about it.
0: They do. So okay. let's take a listen.
2: So that was just uh, a nice operatic style aria that Juan Sope put in there, maybe uh, music for the digestion of your first couple of dark cups of coffee in the morning, getting ready for the day in this morning, noon, and night. Arising, dressing, getting on with the day. Nothing namby-pamby about this music. It's very sincerely emotional. We'll go a little further into the next section. go into the Allegro section here, and then we'll stop. <laughs> I repeated the opening as an interlude. So, this is the busy life on Unter den Linden, downtown Vienna. Sun is shining, it's summertime. And so forth.
0: Well, that again is uh, Supe's morning, noon, and night in Vienna. And we certainly saw a whole lot of different times and uh, moods, and I thought was interesting about that piece is the way they play with loud and quiet.
2: Oh, they sure do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's inherited directly from Herr Beethoven, by the way. He's the one that inspired the thought that you can do that kind of thing. Uh, to Shock and amaze, shall we say, in, uh, with, uh, with music. Um, yeah, and it's uh, typical of the Viennese overture is that it's episodic uh 30 40 bars of this 30 40 bars of that
0: so it goes uh, uh so, so you have almost it's as if there are different pieces or different uh settings or moods yeah, different or, moods yeah
2: that relate to each other mhm and you notice in, the, in that case they relate to each with each other to this extent that he repeated the beginning in the middle just to remind you we're in Vienna and it's the day.
0: Yeah, 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 it's it's really a fun piece, and this was not a composer that I knew a lot about. You do now. Yeah, a you little, know little more. more, a little more, yes. yes. And yes. so when you're uh, presenting this to the orchestra, is there uh, ways that you help them to uh, get into the piece through, you know, accessing it through the history or the biography of the composer or the towns that it would have been performed to, in?
2: To an extent, and I think we were doing this discussion uh, just the Fifteen minutes ago in the lobby is that uh, I don't want to I don't want to talk necessarily down to the orchestra in other words tell them things that they probably they might already know or at least some of them might but um, no basically with this concert and this level of difficulty of the music um, the 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 and we have two rehearsals so the with um, the
0: whole orchestra but I bet there's a lot of practicing that goes on in between we can hope hopefully <laughs>
2: we <laughs> can hope. But anyway, so the the, primus, the primary motive and uh, and plan of action with regard to a two rehearsal concert of this such difficult music is the, the word
0: panic. <laughs> <laughs> is that you using to to your <clears throat> advantage? To my advantage. Uh, and Clark, how about for you as a player? Because we we forgot to mention that you play play the violin in the orchestra. Yeah.
3: yeah, that's not a big deal. But what I would like to mention is that part of the Thing that I find and others find very cool about the regional orchestra concept is that Paul is an inveterate professor he can't stop <laughs> teaching and exposing the community to stuff so he is very resistant to just playing the same things over and over mm-hmm. and he selects a repertoire that he thinks well I, I am projecting a certain amount here but I'm a professor too <laughs> yes, but that's he, right <laughs> He selects a repertoire that expands our experience and our competence and our knowledge <clears throat> in ways that um in, in include the experience of the orchestra as much maybe not as much, but you know and also in consideration of what he's selecting for the audience, which is pretty cool so this is <clears throat> the fact that we've most of us haven't played soupies. Is a good example of that. That Mm -hmm. He he likes to see us stretch ourselves in some interesting ways and get exposed to something that maybe we haven't played that much. And it's uh, it's just part of his thing that uh, we really appreciate.
2: So if you look at uh, the history of these concerts, now this will be the fifth one. (laughs) Excuse me, and then next fall will be the sixth. So that's six complete sets of repertoire. We are hopeful that in the future, the audience will have a certain amount of amnesia about what <laughs> happened in the past, so that we can rely on some of the work we've done with these six concerts to help us with the next other, the next few, at least, in the sense that we will have seen some of this music before. And uh, to be honest, uh, for this concert, we the Vansupe are our, our new unique pieces. However a lot of the other material comes from program material that we've done in other concerts, not necessarily outdoor concerts, but in the past. So, um, like last night we had our rehearsal, and uh, I would say that uh, we kind of went through two-thirds of it. Um, It wasn't a perfunctory rehearsal, but it was just a kind of reminder, oh, yeah, we know this stuff, we've played it before, so we can relax on that part and then focus on the stuff that we don't know as well. Uh, following along with uh, with uh, Clark's estimation of what's going on in my brain in terms of being a, a, a perpetual professor,
0: <laughs> it's a I'm a psychologist. Thing. I can't <laughs> help thinking about
2: what's going on in your brain,
3: <laughs> even if it's you know if uh, it's funny. But I, you know, that said, and since Paul brought up our repertoire, there's the prospect that we're going to be doing the uh, some sections of the Messiah uh, ahead in the next year, mm. and. Um, that's something that we've played a few times in Faribault and here. It's always popular and always fun. And uh, one of the things we're thinking about is doing some sections that are more related to the what do we call the Christmas season?
2: The Christmas Advent.
3: Advent, yes. Rather than the
2: you're talking about Lent.
3: Yeah, rather than Lent. Well, yeah, he's he's is he's not, a little bit better at me. Yeah, that this is me.
2: not this is not cut in stone yet. This is just a, no. a thought. We also have a proposal on, on the table that sometime we're going to do another uh, Fosching uh, uh, Venice Ball. Oh, oh good. symphony symphony ball. Wow. Uh, it would be in the spring before Lent.
0: So but, lots to look forward to. Well, these
2: are just all thoughts at this point. We're trying to flesh them out with uh, practical matters. About, and it,
0: it points out how much in advance you have to do some of this oh, planning.
2: This is, this is late. For this, but but it depends on when they happen, of course. <laughs>
0: sure. And I want to remind our listeners we're talking about the Cannon Valley Regional Orchestra and their series of concerts coming up next weekend. The first one is Friday, June 2nd at Odd Fellows Park in Northfield at 7 p.m. These are bring your own lawn chair, blanket, uh, you know, you can have a, a beverage, some snacks. There'll be ice cream and cotton candy at the Friday. Event, which is very exciting to have that. Mm-hmm. It, makes it, it creates the atmosphere of an ice cream social.
2: You can always associate food with music. I think it's a good idea.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then on Saturday, June 3rd, you'll be at the beautiful Central Park Bandshell in Red Wing at 3 p.m., which is uh, another really great uh, it's venue. It's a relative,
2: relatively new venue and perfect for outdoor concerts. It mm-hmm. is just great. Right in the middle of town. Mm-hmm. um i'd like to add that
3: i don't know what what do you think it was Paul? Two years ago, two and a half years ago, we moved to um an admission concept that's more a free will offering mm-hmm. right we used to sell we used to focus on selling tickets ahead of time and or at the door, and we've moved to a free will offering Because that seemed both to us and the guild. Uh, more in line with current ways of thinking about stuff, and also with our conception as a um,
2: community service.
3: Community service, yeah. Sure, And yeah, it's harder
0: I, at the outdoor concerts, right? To to do the ticket bit. taking. It, and it, it's
2: it's it's been very productive in the in the past. I'll People just, just say, come forward,
3: and I'll just say that the guild staff have been fantastic. The last few years. They show up, Andrea Shogren and Misha what's Misha's
0: last name? Edwards. Misha Edwards. Misha yeah.
3: Edwards. And their um, predecessors, yes. Yeah. They show up and make a real effort to uh, say offer the opportunity for folks to contribute. Where and
0: how will people know where to contribute? It
2: it'll become obvious at this at the event. There's um um I believe Andre will be there and there'll be a table. Yes. And at the table she'll sort of be there and have faci- um equipment for receiving envelopes, and the envelopes will be in the in the programs and uh to go to back to this um there's a couple of truths, one of them is as the first truth is that we do need support and uh and we consider ourselves volunteers, and we just need somebody to help us with the money part of things, which is Primarily uh, buying new music or uh, renting it uh, equipment uh, rehearsal space um, and uh, advertising and all those kind of things, and the other truth is that people do not all have equal abilities to contribute, yes, mm-hmm. and that any amount of of uh, generosity is welcome. We can suggest something like fifteen dollars, but it 's not necessary we don 't want to prevent anybody from um From being able to hear us, on the contrary, if it were up to me and if it was the money, I would pay people to come <laughs> but <laughs> but that 's not the way it works, so uh, so we just need people to be willing to be as generous as they can, and um, that's that's the best we can do um, you were talking to, you were asking us about what 's the summer hold? Well, one other thing of course, you know the other hat that I wear is um, that I have been involved. As the founder of the Vintage Band Festival, which is taking place on Saturday, and I want to say it's the 28th.
0: I think it's the 29th.
2: 29th of July.
0: <laughs> yep. Oh, um, right. I've got the actually I've got the yeah, piece um, right here. Uh, July 29th from 9 a.m. Yeah. to 10 p.m. at Bridge Square.
2: Bridge Square, and there's going to be a re- array of wonderful music there, and uh, it's another time when we as a community, come together and uh, celebrate who we are and what we could offer to the larger community. So I thought I would just mention it in passing without any further comment.
0: Well, we'll be doing an upcoming show in July on Arts Any Radio to talk about the specifics of the Good. bands and Good. how people can get involved, and uh, that'll, that'll be upcoming so people can look forward to that. Right. We have an, another piece. Do you want to get to that other piece? Sure. Okay. Um, we'll probably not have quite as much time. Um, I would say start at two-thirds of the way through. Two-thirds of the way through. It's a, almost seven minutes. What's two-thirds of seven minutes? Uh, so go with five. Okay. We'll go with five. Yeah. Four-forty-five. <laughs> we'll surprise yeah. ourselves and see and, what happens uh, at five minutes here.
2: And uh, and this is also von Suppe And uh, it's called the Light Cavalry Overture. And this is... Sort of in celebration of the kind of uh, military life that was so, that was enjoyed or observed or witnessed in uh, in the Austro-Hungarian Empire in the 1800s, in which a lot of the a lot of the military people were mounted, and the light cavalry would be meant that they were speedy, smaller horses, no no wagons, uh, sabers. To the fore, <laughs> <laughs> so that's the place yeah. we can put ourselves. And this is this is all not too far from Hofburg, which is the 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 royal residence of the uh, of the of the emperor of Austria Hungary, and at that time and which are a lot of ceremonies of that kind of took place, not unlike what we experienced a couple of weeks ago in London.
0: Ah, so so a lot of pageantry, a lot and... of pageantry. So that I randomly picked the time. We'll see where we are in the music. It's going to be a surprise to all of us. Well, let's see how we do. Okay, here we go. This is Vonsoupe, uh, Light Calvary, Overture. Or not. <laughs> that i should give credit to the uh symphony from montreal the orchestra symphonique de montreal i'm sure i mispronounced that but uh that was a lovely piece and uh, you did. It took us right to that that place. Unbelievable. You could, you, we were all sort of you know <laughs> bouncing in our chairs as we went through as we, that. As we went horseback riding. Yes, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's th- there's not just all von soupe for for this concert. No, so. we've got some show music. We've
2: got the uh, we've got Les Mis Les Miserables, wonderful medley with beautiful beautiful uh, tunes written by a French guy. It was not known very well out, outside of this piece, but it's a it's a classic novel that was made into a into a musical. Copeland. Oh, then we have Copeland, but it's not associated with Les Mis. Yeah, Copeland. No. Uh, we've got uh, Greek, and we've got uh, the uh, Mad. It's a Wild Wild West theme song from the old from <laughs> the you, old television Nineteen
3: sixties TV fan. Oh <laughs> gosh. Because, <laughs> and the like the theme says in the uh, poster. Film, there's some film and movie classic stuff in yeah. there, which kind of brings it back to that, that notion that it it's fun for families and you know you can sit down on a blanket you can get up for five minutes and go get a cone and sit back down and
0: and the kids can gallop around poke and poke around in the <laughs> park
2: and there's a playground there.
0: Absolutely, it's it is a lovely evening, and it's a uh, thrill to be able to share with our listeners. Let them get that on their calendar. It goes on rain or shine, or what? Uh, yeah, we haven't. We, we don't, don't we talk don't. about. That. Oh, we, we don't. don't okay. We don't
3: talk about tornadoes. A tornado <laughs> would stop
0: us. Probably. <laughs> but it's going to be a beautiful evening. I can already tell that.
2: It's There's good. a kind of a plan B in the back of my mind about a rain date, but. I don't see it coming.
0: Perfect, and it's both. You can go to one or both of the concerts. You don't have to pick. No one will.
2: No one will keep you away from the door.
0: That's right, absolutely. And uh, again, it's uh, if you want more information, you can go to the Northfield Arts Guild website, northfieldartsguild.org. dot org. Again, look for the music tab, and click on the CVRO.
2: There is advertising in the entertainment guide, and uh, both both online and in the paper copy
0: so folks can yeah. find out additional information. It's really always just a, a wonderful evening. So if you haven't been, I absolutely encourage you to come and just immerse yourself in the beautiful music and the, the wonderful uh, park and the atmosphere being together in community.
2: Summer is <laughs> coming in the loudest what, in Book averted.
0: What language? Uh, or uh, you mentioned the title of that before.
2: Oh, it's just a... Who's Minnesota. Oh, it's anonymous English. Now Mi- it's Chaucer, Middle it's English. It's Chaucer. It
3: Chaucer, Lud cuckoo. You know, okay. yeah. All but right, still, it's so his his area. Of I'm expertise. an English major. Okay, yeah. he's a music guy. <laughs>
0: What fun we've had today. It's uh, always great. I appreciate you coming in, celebrating with us. I want to thank Paul Nemistow and Clark Ona for being here and celebrating the Cannon Valley Regional Orchestra concerts coming up next weekend. This is Art Zaney, Radio for the Imagination. Please always remember to add some Art Zaney to your life. And, of course, in the meantime, until next time... Enjoy your imagination.
1: Goodness, Clark, we didn't screw up. You've been <laughs> listening to Art Zany, Radio for the Imagination, with your host, Paula Granquist. Art Zaney is brought to you each week by the Northfield Arts Guild and by the Paradise Center for the Arts in Faribault. The Paradise Center for the Arts is a vibrant cultural and artistic gathering spot in historic downtown Faribault. The Paradise is committed to offering high-quality visual and performing art opportunities for Faribault and our region. Regular events spotlight some of the best artists and musicians in our area and throughout Minnesota and the Upper Midwest. Our beautifully restored facility includes art galleries, classrooms, clay and textile labs, a gift shop and rehearsal spaces in addition to a 300-seat auditorium. Visit ParadiseCenterForTheArts.org for for a full schedule of events or call our box office at 507-332-7372.